Welcome to the Mad Hustle Podcast, the place where motivation meets inspiration. It's where hard work pays off and excuses are for people who don't want to win. If you want to learn how to sell a show in Hollywood, then buckle up, pay attention, and leave your ego outside. Now here's the host of the Mad Hustle Podcast, a 30-year Hollywood veteran that's negotiated multi-million dollar deals, whose television creations and other entertainment projects have been shown around the world, influenced millions of people for generations to come. A man who wants you to win even more than you do, Butch Hartman. Remember, the dream is free, but the hustle is sold separately. Welcome to the Mad Hustle Podcast. My name, in case you haven't learned it by now, is Bruce Hartfire. That's me, and with me is one with... No, I'm kidding, it's not really... You didn't say anything. Oh, well, I was just going to let you do your thing. Just until, ramble? Yeah, just ramble. Thanks. Okay, well, anyway, my name is Butch Hartman. I'm so glad you guys are here. Welcome to the Mad Hustle Podcast. I've got my beautiful, gorgeous wife, Julianne Hartman, with me. Julianne. Hello. You see, most people call you Bruce. That is weird. I don't know why. I think because, first of all, Butch, nobody on planet Earth anymore is named Butch. I w- even when I was named Butch many they decades were all, ago. They were dying. Yeah, the name Butch was really Yeah, no, going. the guys that were named like Elmer the First. Oh, wait, sorry. I just gave away your... Okay, there's a whole, so there's a know, whole just, method to storytelling. I just messed up the whole a thing. whole method. Okay, his nickname is Butch, but his real name is Elmer. Very so that's good. even worse than Butch, but... Yeah. All right, but what I was trying to say was is right. that um, any any Elmer, I mean, unless you know any, I don't know <laughs> any that are still alive, and then any Butches, there are more Butches, because... I've met a few Butches. Yeah. I, I will say this. My entire life, I'm the only Butch in any room. There were only two occasions in my life where I wasn't the only Butch. One was in... Um, Texas. Oh, okay, this makes it three. Yeah. One was when I was in um, uh, junior high school. There was okay. another butch in the school. Are you sure he? W- you didn't have the same father? I've, no, I guarantee we didn't have the same father. Okay. And then the second time I was at a comedy club and there was someone named Butch there. And everyone okay. kept calling Butch. I didn't know who it was. Somebody else. And then uh, that pastor that we know yeah. down in Texas named Butch. That's right. Butch Bruton. Yeah, Butch Bruton, whose real name was Dalton. Which was really cool. That's a killer name. Yes, I don't know. Dal- but I don't know any Elmers under the age of... 108, 108. Yeah. Exactly. So, so if you guys know of any Elmers, please let us know. Most Elmers that I've met, I have met a couple Elmers. They were uh, Latino. I met some Latino Elmers. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I met a couple Latinos, and I did meet uh, one Elmer that was a Filipino gentleman. Okay. And I, I've not met any other American, or like I guess you would say of European descent Elmers other than myself. I'm sure there's some. I just yeah. haven't met any. We just don't know of any. Anyway, uh, welcome to the Mad Hustle Podcast, everybody. I'm so glad you guys are here. Um, it's great to be here. You know, last week was really cool. We celebrated our one-year anniversary on the Mad Hustle Podcast. We're so glad you guys are with us. And um, I hope we, we've given you some Mad Hustle memories over the last year. Hope we've encouraged you. Hope we've uh, built you up, Buttercup, just to let me down. Kidding. Uh, that was a song from back when I was named Elmer, back in the 70s. Right. Yeah. Uh, hey, name that group, by the way. Um, build me up, build me up. What do you build me up? The Andes. The Andes? I don't know. Who are the Andes? <laughs> what? You're so mean. I don't know. You mean like the, the Andes Mountains? There's an Andes no, Mountain Range. Like, like the Archies? Archies. Or, no, not the Archies. No. Okay. Is, well, who was I've it? never heard of the Andes before. <laughs> My God. I just came up with the name. No, it was the Foundations. Oh, I would have never known that. Oh, there you go. That's why the Andes. I'm a nerd. Well, how do you know that someone's last name wasn't Andy? I know. It wasn't the name of the group. I, I know. I what their name was. Well, I, I see, I was group. going further. I was 
I'm trying to dig myself Guys, out of the these hole. Are but I'm the sorry, types though. Of things we talk about here. That's a very hard question. I know, but that, we'll consider that your trivia question for the day. Okay. If Perfect. You do that, okay? And uh, I also have a feel-good story for the day here. What you got? I'm um, pulling it up right now. Oh, this is cute. This is a cute one. Hold on. Um, actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to save this one because the good news story I have for today is very good news. As we're recording this podcast today, we're recording it on July 21st of 2021. It was just announced that there's going to be a Danny Phantom graphic novel. Wow. That's the feel good story for today. Okay. And does um, that make you feel good? All your your Danny Phantom fans makes me feel, feel good. really good. And okay, I'm, I'm assuming and it makes some of the Danny Phantom fans feel and good. And I'm as well. sure we have a, a very amazing person that works for us, Holly Payne. She is like the, the head of your fan, your Danny Phantom. She's a very big fan. Yeah, fan club. So P-H, I'm sure she, but Danny Phantom fans are called P H A N S. Right. Fans. So I'm sure that she's very happy. Oh, no, she's thrilled. In fact, she's the one who told me about the graphic novel. Oh, okay. Now, I, here's the thing. I, in all fairness, I knew about the graphic novel two years ago. and But um, like everything else in Hollywood. It takes 100,000 years mm-hmm. to get things going. That's another part of this uh, podcast I want to talk to you guys about today is the time it takes to do stuff. But um, I knew about this uh, graphic novel two years ago. And we started talking about it. This is in 2019. And when uh, they, they were first telling me about it, they're like, oh, we want to do this graphic novel for Danny Phantom. It's going to be great. I got on the phone with them a couple of times. We started talking about artists and potential story ideas. And then a little thing called the coronavirus um, yeah, but swept why, across but the world. How would that stop? That, that well, that's, that was what I was told. I, don't, I, I, I know, but I'm just saying yeah, like what I, they're not working in the office. That's true. I know? don't know. Well, anyway, I think what happened was I, I know well, that they're probably dealing with so many other things. They probably, yeah, they had a lot to deal with. So, but we're uh, excited. We are, but I'm getting, I'm not, my, my story's okay, not done yet. So they, so they uh, told me about it two years ago. COVID stopped everything. Then I just found out about two months ago they want to start it up again. I was so excited. And then uh, I got another call about three weeks ago that they are switching editors. And so they switched editors. Now they have a brand new editor, and this announcement just came out today. And I was very surprised to see the announcement, uh, but I was excited to see it. And so now I can talk about it today. Okay, so see, novel. this That's is... That's our feel-good story of the day. Right, so this is a perfect example. People think, think that things happen overnight. This did not happen overnight. And again, two years ago... And it's ago, based on a show from 16, 17 right. years ago. So they've already got most of their... Uh, their their dialogue written basically probably because most of it would come from the characters of the show. The characters were very strong. What dialogue you mean for the graphic novel? Yeah. Yeah. Well, don't, isn't there going to be like writing? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm saying is is that this is something that is a slam dunk. It's a huge, a got, it's got a huge following. I think this book will sell out. The Danny Phantom fans will eat this alive. Yeah. But I guess what I'm trying to say is people think these things happen overnight. They do not happen overnight. No. And we are excited uh, anytime they happen because you never know when this is going to happen. Exactly. For sure. We're excited at any time. So anyway, just wanted to add that. So don't get frustrated. You know, the name of our show today is Vision Burnout. Vision Burnout. Well, I hate that. Such a negative. Well, it's it might sound negative, but it is a reality. It is a reality. Deal with. And, and this is one thing that people can definitely get burned out over. And um, But I, I just hope that, you know, you understand by uh, what we are telling you and our experiences and our stories that you understand that's not just you, you know, things take time Mm -hmm. and that's just the way it is sometimes. And so we don't, maybe there's another project you can work on while this one is being worked out at a studio. 
Well, the reason we call this episode Vision Burnout is because I know there's a lot of you out there, myself included, I guarantee you, that um, go through a phase where you're super excited, you have a great idea, at least you think it's great. It probably is great. Amazing idea. You start working on it. Let's say you do everything right. You do everything right to where right. you get the show developed, you get your, um, your pitch package together. By the way, if you guys want to give me a uh, call to do a mentoring call, I do offer mentoring calls to get all this stuff to help. I help you get this stuff together as well. Write to askbutchhartman at gmail.com. It's not cheap. It's not cheap. We do charge for the phone call, but it is, it's, an, it's an hour of my time. You can do half hour calls or an hour call, but it is a, a very awesome call, I believe. It'll point you in directions maybe you never thought of, but I can help you get your game plan going. And uh, I do offer those kind of calls. So write to askbutchhartman at gmail.com and put in the subject line, coaching call. And we can get on the phone with you. Anyway, going back to uh, when you have an amazing idea, you really want to, um, you know, work on it hard. You, you get everything ready, get everything going. And then a uh, couple months go by. No yes. one's biting at it. Then a year goes by, two years go by, and you suffer burnout because you've been thinking about it so much. You're so pregnant with this idea. Yeah. You're positive it's going to go forward. You can't wait to tell anybody, You can't to tell people. You can't wait till the world sees it. And for some reason, it's just not happening as quickly as you want. And so it, you know, it, you've reached the level of burnout. Like, when is this going to happen? And it does take, guys, it can take a toll on you. If you're not right. careful and if you don't have a healthy uh, mental attitude toward this, it really can uh, bum you out. You know, as I sit in this room, we have this amazing podcast room we sit in, and, when, and we're surrounded really by toys from all my shows. Yes, and it's a blessing. This I is mean, just one of the many rooms. Yeah, we have a lot of toys. We have Danny Phantom posters here. We have Fairly Odd Parents action figures. I have Hobby Kids action figures over there. Uh, there's a couple tough puppy dolls. There's a little Bunsen. We don't have any Bunsen. They never made Bunsen toys, but we have Bunsen poster you right there in the wall. Have a few little toys in your room, though. Stuff. Yeah, I got a couple things that people made personally because Bunsen never got to the level of getting toys made, but it will someday. I'm still holding out hope for that but um it's just exciting guys to see your stuff come to life but this stuff took a long time to get going and i'm not i'm not like hoping it takes a long time for you i'm not going you know it's just gonna take a long time forget about it some people's uh dream happens a lot quicker than other people's some it takes you know multiple years sometimes a decade or even a decade and a half to get yeah. things going i was at i was in the animation industry from 1986 until 1997, 1986. I was in there. I was in the animation industry 11 years by the time I sold Fairly Odd Parents. Right, and that's doing every single job under the sun. I couldn't believe I was 32 years old going and pitching a show. I thought, boy, I'm so old at the time. Right, 32 I was. Yeah, and then by the way, I sold the first short at 32, and then Fairly Odd Parents started becoming a series when I was 35. So I was 35 years old when I sold that show, and. Um, Blows my mind to this day that uh, that day I got the call, how wonderful that was. And that call is going to come for you someday, too. But you've got to fight through vision burnout and don't get burnt out on your idea. You've got to keep it fresh. Keep the fire going. How long did Oaxis Entertainment, O-A-X-I-S, Oaxis Entertainment, when did we first get that idea? What year was it? Three and a half years ago. 2018. Well, well, we got it. Ish. Oh, we got it before that. We announced, 2017. We announced it. Yeah. So yeah. it's been over four years since we thought of this idea. Yeah. And then we announced it, pitched it, people loved it, and we started the journey on how to get it going. Yeah, and, and we still are because we have to create, a, have a lot of content created for it. You can't just start a right. a uh, platform, a streaming platform 
and with nothing. Be, yeah, with nothing because you've got too many of the big guys that have everything. Exactly. So we've got to be very, very um, well stocked with our with our products. Yet with having our content. yet having the big guys doesn't always necessarily guarantee success. Look no. at that streaming platform called Quibi from last year, and that was supposed to be the big huge thing. It had Jeffrey Katzenberg behind it. It had $2 billion worth of funding. And for some reason, people didn't latch onto it. And it, it yeah. kind of vanished. And so but, it's unfortunate. Okay. You know? So you can look at that and say, oh, God, then I don't have $2 billion. I've got, you know, $2,000. <laughs> Not really. but it's hard you to know, start a stream platform at $2,000. No, but I'm just saying that if somebody is wanting to do something like that, something big like that, and they don't have even close to that, yeah. you would have to probably start comparing yourself. And then when if you do that, then you're doomed. Because yeah, comparing yourself if is you, rough. Yeah, if you compare yourself to them, you're never going to make it because they've yeah. got way more money than you, and they've been in the business for a very long time. They know the business very well. So whatever it is that you've been given, you got to stick with your plan. you got to stick with your plan. That's why on Vision Possible, where I teach uh, this week coming up, it's called Don't that is Be... Our, that's our YouTube channel, by the way. Check out yes. Vision Possible on YouTube. Um, I taught about not don't be a copycat. Because when you're a copycat, you don't, you've just copied what someone else did. You didn't even know a lot about it. And so it's got to be something that there's a journey with your vision. And so you cannot allow someone else's vision that they did. Uh, you don't even know how they got there. You just copied what you saw. You know, that was kind of like me. This is my own experience. Okay. I hate to say this. Let's Hope this. no kids are listening. What are you going to say? Hold on. Before you start, what are you, what are you about well, to say? Well, because I Let's talk in secret here in the microphone. I wouldn't want anybody to know, but I used to copy off my friend's papers. Oh, terrible. For, well, for tests and stuff because I didn't want to study, but I'd pay him. You actually paid people? I did. I paid him. Well, I'd pay him with lunch and dinner and... Yeah. Oh, would you pay them with like other things too that I'm not going to mention here? No, on the just lunch and dinner. Oh, wow. Yeah, or just he. No one he ever would, paid me to copy off. Oh, he would do it out of the goodness of his heart because he loved me. I mean, just you know, we were really good friends. Anyway, um, so yeah, so I'm like, leaving it right there. It's a he, well, and I'm just going like, yes, okay, whatever. But, oh, he was so sweet. But anyway, whatever. What I'm trying to say is, is that um, I just copied off of what he had. So here's the deal: when the teacher would yeah. call on me yeah, and ask me a question based on that test. I had no clue. What's this have to do with vision brand? Well, I know that, but we were going there. I know. Okay. With, trying, with not, with, with um, being, trying to copy someone else's vision. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, right. So what I'm saying is, is that when, when the teacher called on me to answer a question about that was something on yes, the test, you hadn't done I, the could, work. I hadn't done the work, so right. I couldn't even answer you the question. I knew nothing knowledge. about the subject mm -hmm. that we were testing on. So I'm just saying for you. So when things hit you during your vision, I mean, during your building up your vision and, and actually executing it, when things come up, you won't even know how to handle it because it wasn't anything that you created. You took someone else's creation. So I guess what you're trying to say, if I can follow this correctly, is uh, follow uh, uh, having a vision and getting tired of it, getting burnt out. But what's that to do with copying things off other people? Well, if you get burnt out, you don't feel like putting the work in anymore. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. Yeah. See, so I, you'll I, just copy. I learned things on the Mad Hustle podcast. Yes, I'm you did. This. So if I get burnt out, the last thing I want to do is copy somebody else's vision and try and be lazy. Yeah, because again, you won't know your, you, there, there'll be no journey. 
So then what, because listen, we all learn from experience. I mean, we just do. Now you can look at someone else and go, oh, I do not need to go there at all. Like someone like a bad experience over something. Right. But no matter what you do, you're still going to have an experience day to day with your vision. So if you don't have that, and when something may come up, you don't have a solution because you didn't even start to begin with. You just exactly, you copy and pasted, copied and pasted right. what someone else did. Well, um, this has been the Julianne Hartman uh, <laughs> hour uh, with everybody. I hope you've been about copying and pasting. No, but copy, I guess being a copycat, yeah, yeah it is, you know, it's funny, Um they say imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, but don't copy somebody else's vision, as you know, guys. I mean, but it's, I guess what's weird about that, you can kind of point to a lot of people that copy other people's visions in the world. Like well, there's McDonald's yeah, but, and there's Burger King. But they don't have the same recipe. No, they don't. But they're and still, they don't have the same business model. But well, they kind of do because Burger King came out of the fact that McDonald's had a certain way of serving hamburgers and serving them quickly. And so the way McDonald's, okay. McDonald's set their system up to serve burgers super fast, super quick. And Burger King is like, we can do the same thing. And so, and then Jack in the Box, everybody copies McDonald's way of serving burgers. Okay, you know I, I, mean? I get that. But right. but also if you actually go in and you see their um, their production and how they do it and their rules and their, you know, their values and all that stuff, they're probably very different the way they run their company. Right. So oh, no, no, there's that for sure. Um, and that, that just comes down to the people that are behind the curtain as, as the vision gets going. But going back to vision burnout, if you guys, I want to ask you guys a question. What are some of the things you face uh, when you're dealing with a vision that's been just seems to be going on forever? It's just taking forever. It's going on too long. How do you get through those tough times? Why don't you guys give us, um, you know, give us some thoughts. You guys can instant message me on Instagram at Butch Hartman. That's where my Instagram is. You can write me at askbutchhartman at gmail.com. Well, we want to know what you guys face the most when it comes to vision burnout and how you get through it. How do you guys stay fresh? How do you stay excited about your idea? And what makes you keep going? What is it that makes you keep going? I'll tell you what makes me keep going because you know me. I have a few visions. I have a vision here and there. Yes. On occasion. Yes. Um, right now, in fact, I pulled myself away. I'm illustrating a children's Bible right now I to know. come and do the podcast. But, but there's so many visions that we have that Julianne and I have. Uh, we keep it fresh just by motivating each other. It's like, we got to keep doing this. We have to keep going. You know, some days you want to give up. And like, by the way, I've never given up. I don't think you've ever given no, up. No, but, but there's some days you want to sleep. There are days we've, there's days we've slowed down and there's days we've pushed it aside entirely just to get away but, from it. So I was just going to bring that, that brings me to my next thought. There's a next thought. How guys. much time are you actively spending on increasing your knowledge in that area? Because see, what happens is we, wow, become, that's good. we become such doers, like we're doing, doing, going, going, going. Right, right. But where are we getting our knowledge? Like, I don't care how, how many companies that you've started, you know, it's like every company is going to be different. You might have somewhat of the same model, but you're going to have different, you know, if, if let's say you went from Burger King to, you know, selling paper. You know, it's going to be a different breed of people that are going to be your customers. Some of the are made of paper. No yeah. One, no one even Or cardboard. Knows that. Right. But, uh, but there's, there's different ways of doing things. There's different ways of handling your staff. And also, your clientele is now completely different. So all I'm saying is, is that what you need to get away. And this is something that Butch and I have to do for ourselves. You need to get away 
And well, you're uh, saying we have to, like we do it all the time. We never get away. No, I'm saying this. We have to start. We doing have to eventually this. start. Yes. Yeah, but no, but we are. We, I mean, we both do separately in our own time, not as much as we should. Right. Uh, but that means getting away and and reading up on something. Like I listen to podcasts on something that could help the business. Right. You li- listen also to a lot of YouTube channels and stuff. You I know do. where it can help you in that. So yes, we do. But it would also help too. Is I've there? To, I'm listening to a lot of finance podcasts yeah. lately. Is there a um, is there a a you know a podcast that you know, that you know that can speak to you, especially when it's someone that has created something huge. Maybe it's not their podcast, but they've been they've been a guest on one where the where the interviewer is asking many questions, which is great. There's all kinds of uh, pod. I can't even think of one right now, but there's a lot I used to listen to about a year ago, a year and a half ago, where uh, they were like the, the startup podcast where right. people, people that had startups would come on. One guy... Um, what did one guy? Uh, one guy like started a mattress company out of his garage, and he got people to invest in his mattress company. Well, had people come over try out the mattress yeah. and all this stuff. And um, here, one, lay down in my no, bed really, in my, that's how in they my tested. garage. And there was one guy who started out a business where you could. It's almost like Airbnb for uh, party rooms. Like if you wanted to have a party or a gathering, you would be able to, you know, book the room go to the room like 50 to 100 people and they had these rooms all set and ready to go and apparently it was doing very well but i have a feeling this is before the pandemic hit i think it i think the pandemic might have slowed that one down but but starting with an idea guys even if it doesn't go as hugely uh, perfectly as you thought it would like when we did the nuke network my my kids app um the vision for that was so vast and so huge that we started it. It was going great. It didn't fail. No. But it was one of those things where we didn't have the manpower that we wanted for the vision that I had. So we've altered it. We've revamped it. Uh, we have a ton of content we made for it. It's really cool. Uh, we have a pretty big library, actually. And uh, we really want to um, uh, put that library on OAxis when that gets going. And uh, we're about to start some other cool stuff with OAxis too. We'll get to, we'll keep you guys uh, so some social media stuff. We'll keep you guys posted with that. But anyway, vision burnout. Let's uh, let's recap. Well, don't uh, be a copycat. Yeah, don't be don't a go to Burger King. No, we want Burger King. We like Burger King. I like Burger King. You like Burger King? You don't. No, I'm not. You don't like fast, fast food, food at all? No, I'm not. Yeah, I could eat. My favorite thing at Burger King is the chicken sandwich, their original chicken sandwich. Right. I remember when I first. I remember the first time I ever got one too. But then there's Jack in the Box, there's Carl's Jr., there's McDonald's. Well, there's Chick-fil-A. Wendy's. Oh, no, Chick-fil-A is just chicken, right? Yeah, but they count as fast food. In and out. In and out. Yes, if you live in California, if you live out, in, or even in Texas now, I think they got In and Out. Uh, in Colorado, they're all over the southwestern United States. Um, but guys, vision burnout. How do you stay fresh? How do you stay excited about your idea? Because listen, if you're if you're mad hustling out there and moving your idea forward, you have to stay excited. And I don't mean you got to say jumping up and down about it every single day, but you got to keep yourself motivated and don't forget about it. Because nine times out of ten, it's right when you start giving up that the next that the first big break is going to come, and that's when you want to be as on top of things as possible. All right, guys. Well, listen. Yeah. Um, well, no, I, I'm. Trying, oh, you have something else. I'm trying to get my a trivia for me. My trivia for you. Oh, you have a yes. trivia for me. I can keep talking because I want to talk about also making sure that even if the idea isn't getting picked up by somebody or moving forward, that you keep getting all the pieces in place. Like right now, we are so ready to go with this streaming service that we have. Three years ago, we weren't. We were just like, it was just an idea. How do we start this? Where do we go? 
my phone is now full of, of contacts of people that I could call at a moment's notice and get their advice, get their input, uh, get their thoughts on uh, the Oaxis dream. And, you know, I, it's funny. Some of these people keep me excited. I about know. It. That's so true. So, like, you're still doing that? I'm like, yeah, yeah, we're still doing it. You know, because even though we've reached sort of a, okay, what's next phase? They're like, oh, man, that's such a great idea. I can't wait to see that come out. You're like, wow, that's awesome. So people keep you motivated. And the more you share with people, the more they will do that. Okay, what's the question? Okay, I got one. Can be no dead air here. No, it's not. Yeah. Okay. Oh, this, that one's way too easy. Here's this one. My trivia. What is the name of the woman Gary and Wyatt create in Weird Science? Oh, shoot. It's Kelly LeBrock. But what's the I name? I know, I know. Kelly LeBrock's the actress. We know someone. She's related to me. She's related Well, the to name. Me. Rachel? No. Melinda? No. Lisa? Yes. Okay, got it. Ding, 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 ding. Her name is Lisa in the movie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I only saw that movie once. Weird Science. Okay. Robert Downey Jr.'s in that movie, too. Okay, last one. Yep. What is Samantha Baker's love interest in 16 Candles? Oh. Uh, I'm sorry, who is? I say what is. Who, who is? is? His name is Jake. Jake what? Jake, uh, God. Jake, some, I don't know his last name. Okay, well, he's been referenced in Family Guy, too. Yeah, I don't know. Jake Ryan. Name. Jake Ryan. Yeah, his name's Jake Ryan. Okay, good. At least I, I gotcha. Now, these are hard. I said Jake. I well, got, you got, it, okay, I got you got, it right. You got one and a half. I didn't get his last name. Yeah, you got one and a half. You got Jake the first Ryan. one. Le well, no, you didn't get Lisa. You got well, a half of one. Well, no, I got Lisa when you told me she was related <laughs> to you. Let me, okay, how about this? All right. About 16 candles. Fine. Well, don't ask me that. Who played the nerd kid? The lead nerd kid, the blonde kid. It wasn't Macaulay Culkin, was it? No, Culkin. but he kind of looks like him a little bit, but older. Um, You're never going to guess. No, it I was won't. Anthony Michael Hall. That's right. I knew there was three names. Who is hilarious in that movie. He's yeah. so good. And I, where did, I'm like, where did they find this guy? He's so great. Is, but is he still around? He's still around, yeah. But he doesn't, he, I, I don't think he's worked very much, at least uh, acting stuff that we would know right off right, the top of my head. I'm right. sure he's on a series or something. I just don't know what it is. But oh. he's, God, he was so good in that movie. I knew there was three names. Oh, yeah, totally. Well. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys for tuning in again this week. Yeah, we're glad you guys are here. Um, we're actually again. now into our well into our year. It's a week into our year yeah, of uh, our, of Mad Hustle. Fifty third episode. Yes, so guys. Thanks for being with us on Mad Hustle for a year. We're going to keep it going. Please give us thoughts and suggestions. Go to my Instagram. You can instant message me there, or you can go to askbutchhartman at gmail.com and email me there as well. Yep. And don't forget, if you want a mentor call, email me at that, at, at that email address, and we can set up a call for you. And, um, yeah, we'd love to talk to you face-to-face. -face. We'd love to do that. And until next time, don't forget the dream is free. But the hustle is sold separately. That's right. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening to the Mad Hustle Podcast. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and most importantly, motivated to get moving and sell your project in Hollywood. Remember to get Butch's book, Mad Hustle, on Amazon. It's a treasure trove of information about what to expect as you navigate the ins and outs of the entertainment industry. You can also find Butch on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. The man likes to hustle, and if you're serious, you should too.